we built the website, went to launch it, and then um, 11 o'clock the night before we were launching, Shopify pulled our payment provider because it's CBD and we didn't, we didn't know. So we had no way of, of payment or anything. I mean, we did it through PayPal and we kind of, they weren't happy after a couple of weeks because it's CBD. So it's all them kind of learning curves like you kind of face along the way. here and you are listening to the made for more podcast the show that talks about balancing business babies and all the beautiful madness that lies in between i promise you will learn a lot you will grow a lot and you will laugh a lot but most of all i promise that you will finally see that you are made for incredible things and i'm here to help you achieve them all it's time to stop telling yourself that your dreams are too big and start dreaming bigger this is the made for more podcast let's do this If you have ever listened to a podcast and thought, I feel like I could totally do that. I would love to have my own podcast. Then the truth is you can totally do it. I put off starting a podcast for so long because I overthought it and I procrastinated. But guess what? It's so much easier than you think. So if you have ever said to yourself, I would love to do a podcast, but my audience isn't big enough. I don't know who would listen to me. I don't think I'm very good at the tech or I don't have hundreds and thousands of pounds to invest in a full fancy setup then this podcast course is for you. I have put together a step-by-step roadmap to teach you exactly how to take your idea and turn it into a podcast and carry on long after launch. Starting a podcast is the best thing I ever did for my business. It's grown me as a person, it's grown my influence, it's grown my audience, and it's massively helped grow my business. So if you've been thinking about this for a while, stop procrastinating and just get on with it and do it. You don't need a fancy tech setup, you don't need a massive audience, and you don't need to have hours of spare time. I'm gonna teach you how to do this in the cheapest, simplest, easiest way possible. So if you wanna check out the details, head over to carlymyers.com forward slash launch your podcast. You can also find the link in my Instagram bio, and you can also find it in the show notes of this episode. You will never regret starting a podcast, but you will regret seeing all of your peers doing it in years to come, and knowing that you didn't take action when you first had the inspiration. Now is the time, and I can't wait to help you do it. Bye. Amazing. Hello, girls. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Ah, I'm so excited to chat to you. So I actually came across both of you a while ago now. It was actually uh, probably about a year ago. I think we connected on Instagram, didn't we? And if funnily enough, at the time that we started talking, I'd also started learning a little bit about CBD and my dad's got really bad arthritis and, um, someone had said, Oh, I think you should try CBD for him and, and stuff like that. And it just kind of, you came along at the same time that my awareness of the, of the product was really coming up. And I just love what you girls have done. I love that you're building it together as best friends. And I know all the kind of things that go along with having a business partner that's a friend as well and I'm just so interested to hear about it because I know that it's not a normal product is it where you're just like oh I'll just create a product and put it on Etsy and then someone can buy it I I imagine there's been so much going into it so before we go into all of that wonderful stuff I would love to know more about you know you both as individuals and then you know how you came together as a as a partnership so Jess do you want to let us know a little bit about your background and yeah of course I mean me and Sophie met 13 years ago through our husbands, who were our boyfriends then, and we met through their careers. And um, we've been friends ever since. So Sophie came to Nottingham, which is where I still live, and she's moved all around the country. But we've still, I think when you meet, you make a friend in the career that our, our husbands are in, you either stay friends or you don't. And we just have, and we've been on holidays. We've had all our kids at the same time, got married and so on. And then um, we've just always talked all the time. And I think we sort of share a vision on about life and just everything really and I when I came to Nottingham I started working at um, a salon called Rehab and I worked in beauty and just met loads of women and so on Sophie was a nurse at the time but then started her own holistic business and as time went on we always talked about working together and what it would look like and we we originally thought oh we'd love to have our own sort of salon and well-being and holistic and so on 
fast forward and um, we've got two kids each our little girls are only four weeks apart when my little girl was a week old my mum got um, diagnosed with myeloma so as you can imagine my world sort of got flipped upside down a little bit I had a two-year-old like you with Frankie I've got Frankie <laughs> and then I had a little baby and I was just like oh my god it's sort of one minute you're okay you're on the path aren't you and the next it's like right this has happened so my mum from the minute she was diagnosed she said to me I'm going to try CBD because I've heard loads about it um she was really lucky they caught her myeloma really early and she, she had chemotherapy and a stem cell transplant but to this day she, she still uses CBD every day and I think just seeing her use it and it, it helped her relax it helped her sleep her anxiety because obviously when you're told you've got cancer you think the worst don't you and then that sort of kicked off a bit of a mental health journey for me because as you know the hormones are raging you've had a baby um, my husband was going through a bit of a bad time. He was retiring from his career and his life was flipped upside down. So you know what it's like, you just, mm -hmm. it's just all a bit mad. And I sort of lost the plot a little bit and my mental health deteriorated really badly. I had terrible thoughts about Frankie, my youngest, and I just couldn't cope. I just used to pace the house in the middle of the night and thinking all these awful things. And my mum said, why don't you just you know, try using CBD and see if it helps you? And Sophie had talked about it a little bit through her work to me before. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to give it a go. So I started using the drops and they didn't taste nice, but they did help. And I just found along with sorting myself out through my diet and exercising and getting a bit more sleep, because that is key, isn't it? Um, to feeling okay. The CBD really, really helped me. And there is lots of products out there. There's lots of oils out there. Um, and me and Sophie would talk about it and we talked to each other because we both had babies. Sophie's parents live in Canada, so she's got no parents here to lean on and so on. So we'd always talk and we sort of said, why don't we look into doing something this, like this to help people? Because um, it's helped me. Perhaps it could help other people. And you know what it's like when you have children, you get talking, don't you, to other mums and so on. And you realise that you're not the only one who's going through feeling the way you feel and the thoughts that you have. And you're not crazy or whatever it's really common and I just found it gave me my identity back a little bit and for, I mean this is that was four years ago my mum's great now um alongside all her treatment it's you know I just think it's really really helped her and I think if we can create sort of products that help women our age you know younger older why not give it a go and that's what we've done really and uh, yeah, that's me to a T. So I'm all good now. I feel I feel good. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I have my bad days like anybody. We all do. Like we all do. Yeah. But, um, you know, my little girl now, she's three. Frankie's six. And as they get older, you do sort of fall into a pattern like Frankie's in school, Stella's in nursery. And you start to get to understand what you're doing. Like, you you know, Carly, with a baby at home, it's, it's, it's hard work, isn't it? You're mm -hmm. all over the place. And then I didn't know... If, you know, I just thought my mum was, I thought the worst was going to happen to my mum and I just didn't know what to think really. So yeah, it was, it was a crazy time, but I look back and think, well, you know, it, I'm glad I went through it because I've learned so much from it and I can talk to people about that. So yeah, it's just all about helping people really. And that's where I'm at. Ah, oh, that's amazing. I mean, it's, it's so, t I can imagine it's so tough when you have your baby to kind of feel like your support network is instantly gone because I know that your mum just obviously has to focus on getting better and everything like that and you really rely on your family don't you as well and I know Sophie you haven't got any family around you at all and that's why I'm so inspired by both of you because I feel like you've both had so much stuff going against you to say like you know this is this is really like not very convenient for you at all but you've just gone and, and done it anyway so Sophie tell us a little bit about your background and how you've ended up here as well. Yes, so um, I'm a nurse by trade. I well, I started off doing my sport at uni, ended up finishing that um, and coming and going to do my nursing at, at uni. Um, while I was doing my nursing, and I've been a nurse for oh, 10 years now, um, I came across quite a few families. I'm, I'm children's based, um, but a lot of families, children with epilepsy, ADHD, um, we're talking a lot about CBD for their children. It's not legal, but um, they had they felt like they had no other option. So that's that's the first time I actually started hearing about it. 
And then my husband through work, he said a company came in there and was talking about CBD. And so it kind of sparked things off um, between me and Jess um, to talk about it. We obviously always wanted to do something together. And um, we live obviously miles away from each other, but it was like started the ball rolling. Um, but yeah, I've got two children, um, but I've got two older stepchildren um, that live with us half the time. And um, Joe's been to about 13 different places with work. So I've been moved all around the country. And then um, we had a bit of a tough time last year. I had a miscarriage and then he went off to Cyprus um, with work. And I had all four children living with full time. So it was a little bit testing. So obviously building this business with Jess, I think has been a bit of a, you know, like a light, it's something to focus on. And um, so in terms of not just the CBD, the actual business itself, having something to focus on has been, has really helped me. Um, but yeah, my, yeah, no family here. I've got um, Jo's mum, but she works full time. Um, but yeah, all my family live abroad. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on my own, but I mean, it just keeps you busy, doesn't it? You just carry on and the kids keep you busy. You don't have a time, a minute to think really. So I think, um, as well as the business it's doing yeah so I obviously finished um, my nursing because of my husband's job um, and I think this is another side of it as well but I obviously worked every hour going I had my own money and everything and then that stopped and I wanted to do something for myself so um, that's why me and Jess have pushed to do this really especially in lockdown when we've had time on your hands with children at home but oh my god I mean the idea of four kids at home during lockdown with no one else to help that is that's some kind of torture isn't it I mean that's not even right that's not normal yeah yeah it was interesting because I've obviously got a three-year-old and then the eldest is 15 so it was like trying to keep a 15-year-old happy and a three-year-old happy at the same time was was quite difficult but um, they helped me a lot and my eldest uh, stepdaughter Macy and Alfie they're great they helped me loads at home and they help with the girls are fantastic with my children so we oh, work through all together yeah. So, yeah it's so good to hear that you felt like starting a business together was actually kind of like your release in a way in your therapy and I think like some people from the outside they look at a really crazy busy life and they think how on earth do you do a business on top of that but actually it sounds like you're the same as well for me when I'm actually working my business that's my like fun time I'm like that's for me that like it feels amazing and I think when I when I've had times where I haven't really been focused on something or I haven't had a purpose that's where I've lost myself but as yeah. soon as I've thrown myself back into the work that's where I've been like oh I'm good I can take on the world <laughs> it sounds like you've had the same experience of that as well yeah definitely so definitely. how does it go then right so you have the idea and you're like okay I want to start let's start something with CBD how does that happen? Because I feel like you're not just, you know, like I said before, it's not something you just whip up and then you sell on Etsy. There's so many things to go about that. I wouldn't even know the first place to do that. I mean, do you, do you make it in your kitchen? Do you go somewhere else? What do you do? How do you start? So what was the first steps for you? Yeah, so we have, I mean, God, we did so much research, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Research after research. Um, so we use a manufacturer who import the CBD from Oregon and it's from an organic farm out there. And this was something also that when we were building the business at the beginning was really important to us, we set our value straight away. So we both have a shared value and purpose about the business, which is so important because it drives the energy and the creation of everything we do. And it was important that it's organic. Um, All our products are vegan and going forward will be vegan. You know, we, we'd like to do clothing that will be sustainable. Um, so, yeah, we found eventually after a long journey of meeting lots of people on Zooms and stuff in lockdown, we found a really good manufacturer. And how do you do that? Do you just Google CBD manufacturer? <laughs> you don't have to tell us exactly where you found them, but I don't yeah, even know. We were led to them through um, somebody else, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Kindly enough, put us in touch with them, actually, to be fair. So it was, to be honest, Carly, it was kind of networking Mm-hmm. in this industry it was a complete minefield it was google um there's lots right. of people just yeah right. there's lo- yeah there's lots of people that do do this but it's finding the right people that do it that's really hard to do because 
you know, everybody wants to make a product for you, but it has to be the right product. So we got lots of samples made and we were going to do beauty to begin with, weren't we? Because that was our focus. And then we were like, oh, let's go back to the drawing board and see if we can do something reasonably simple. And they said, oh, you know, well, gummies are a great seller. Why don't we do them? We thought, oh, yeah, we'll do that. And we'll have them on sale within like two months. That was like <laughs> a year before they actually went on the market. So we, we wanted to be different. And that's why we chose the larger gummies that we've got. And we sampled loads of different types and we came up with the strawberries and the apples. And they're like my favorite pick and mix uh, ones. Yeah. You know, the big strawberries. When yeah. I opened up the bag and I saw them, I was like, oh my God, these are my yeah. faves. Took me right back. Yeah. We need to do pick and mix. That's on our list today. Loads of other things. So, yeah, we got samples and then the packaging saga began. <laughs> so, our manufacturer put us in touch with a guy, um, James, who's amazing, who's built our website, helped us and does all the packaging design. I mean, we probably speak to James more than we speak to our own husbands, don't we say? So. <laughs> um, but there's so much red tape around CBD that you have to be very, very careful, especially with the Novel Food app coming in that, you know, we've got our application in for. Um, you have to be really careful with your wording. You can't make a claim. You can't say it does this, it does that. And we just went backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards with what we could and couldn't say. And then all our packaging is recyclable as well. So it was important to find um, a manufacturer who could meet those needs. So, yeah. And my dad also runs, well, he did, he's our mentor, basically he helps us run the business. So he, he really put us to work, didn't he, before we did anything and launched because he said, right, have you done, because his background is business. He said, have you done this, this and this? And we were like, no and he's like no. you need to get a accountant you need to be VAT registered we didn't think we'd need to be VAT registered but CBD gummies are a vatable consumer good did mm. we know that no so yeah there's there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that Sophie does a lot of work on that um yeah that's where we started really and then we built the website and then it's just changing organically sort of isn't it so as we go on and it you know the business is molding into something and we you know it's it's exciting yeah it's really good I'm I think right one, in thinking as well oh no you go you go I, I was just gonna say I think one problem as well that things like with CBD we built the website went to launch it and then um 11 o'clock the night before we were launching Shopify pulled our payment provider because it's CBD and we didn't we didn't know so we had no way of payment or anything I mean we did it through PayPal and we kind of they weren't happy after a couple of weeks because it's CBD so it's all them kind of learning curves like you kind of face along the way that we didn't know about but obviously you learn on the job yeah totally because <laughs> that's the thing isn't it is there's so many regulations about it isn't there loads of regulations about um how you advertise it as well you can't just you know bung up a load of Facebook ads and do all this stuff it that's that's a whole different strategy as well isn't it yeah, so you can't, you cannot, you know, on Instagram and Facebook where you can publish it, you can pay extra money to publish a post or whatever. We cannot do anything like that. So for the algorithms on Instagram, we've really struggled with how to get on there and things like that. So it's just, we're just growing organically, really. Um, I mean, it, it's good in ways because the other big companies can't do that either. Mm -hmm. So it kind of is a bit of a level playing ground. But um, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been difficult so crazy isn't it and that's like I mean that's the the true journey of entrepreneurship where things just pop up that you're like I just didn't even anticipate that happening or I had no idea that was even a thing and you just grow as you as you go don't you absolutely yeah we have to use a third party platform for all our payments and then for the subscriptions as well another one so we yeah I mean, we should have known that probably, but we didn't. So, yeah. No, but I don't think you would, though. Like, you know, I, you just don't, do you? There's so many things. Even starting up a, a clothing shop, things would pop up that you think, I had no idea that was going to happen. And, um, yeah, and with CBD, it's such a, it's not a new product, but it is such a new thing in the market, isn't it? And so there's loads of, and I imagine things are changing all the time in terms of regulations and. Yeah. 
because there's so much stigma about it. And one of the things we're trying to do is break the stigma because, I mean, people say to me, oh, you sell drugs. Well, <laughs> no, no, I don't sell drugs. You do what I mean? You look like a very glamorous drug yeah. dealer, to be fair. <laughs> breaking bad, eat your heart out. <laughs> no, it's, it is breaking the stigma. And it's funny because there is... There are adverts popping up, popping up, sorry, on television for CBD companies. And me and Sophie are like, what? What's going on there? So what we can work out is that some, it, it's regulated, but it's sort of up to the discretion of, say, the TV channel if they play an advert or not. So it's, it is changing. And the Novel Food Act, which is coming into fruition very soon, you have to have applied for that now. And... It will just basically mean that if you you aren't on the public list with the novel foods, you won't be able to sell any of your products, which is good because it's showing consumers that, you know, you've really gone through it, getting tested and having all your stability tests for your products and so on. So it's it's a good thing. It is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's also interesting. I guess a really good way of of, um, promoting is like, sponsoring podcasts and stuff as well isn't it that's probably a good thing because then again it's just up to the podcast host whether they yeah I, I, you can get loads of listeners and loads of traction on that there is it Maybe. is massive though yeah if you go down the route of looking at people especially in sport and so on who do spon- get sponsored I mean um, Anthony Joshua is sponsored by a CBD company and so on wow. so yeah if you if you go digging you find and the golf um who was that safe the the um, tournament that was on you'll know it's your golf yeah, it was, um, gosh, what was it called? PGA Tour or something, was it? Yeah, it was when the Masters were on, wasn't it? And Masters. it was all over, yeah, it was all over the, um, all over the telly, wasn't it? We were like, oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> so oh, I, I think it's just up to the discretion of the, the companies if they want to let you do it or not. But yeah. we, it, we can't pay to do it on social media, which is really hard. So a lot of it for us is word of mouth, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Well, it is the kind of thing that you talk about a lot, though. Like, I know that you were saying before, Jess, it's kind of like a topic of conversation, isn't it? You know, when you're in the hair salon or something or you're in the and you start talking about stuff and that women are so open, aren't they? They always talk about their hormones or their periods or their whatever. And everyone's so open and saying what's wrong with them. Um, And so, yeah, I feel like CBD is quite like a hot topic to talk Mm. about. It's definitely a good conversation starter. So someone listening to this. Like, who is this product for? Because I know that some people will be listening to this thinking, I don't need drugs. I don't need to get on this stuff. Um, but actually, it helps so many things, doesn't it? So who who is this for? Yeah, so basically, um, it's a wellness supplement. So it's not, um, not an alternative to medication. It's more of a complementary therapy. Um, and basically, how it works is you've got, a, not that I'm a nurse and I didn't know this, it's quite new, you've got an endocannabinoid system within your body, basically. And it's got lots of receptors in and it goes all around your body and it helps regulate, I'd say, three main areas in your body, which is like sleep, your mood and pain. So how it works is the CBD is a cannabinoid. So that's a cannabinoid from um, the cannabis plant. I think there's about 120 cannabinoids within the plant and CBD is just one of them. And that works with your receptors in your body to find out whereabouts there's pain or the you know you're, you're anxious or anything like that and then those receptors work and then it kind of regulates and causes your body to go into homeostasis really so I think CBD can work it's so magical it can work in different ways and um, people take it for sleep we have lots of customers that take it at night time to help them sleep it does not make you drowsy. It does not knock you out. Um, it's not THC in it, so it will not make you high. Obviously, we have all our uh, products third lab, third lab, uh, third party lab tested. So that means that it's all tested to make sure the, the THC content is is minimal. Um, it's got to be below 0.3% to be legal. So obviously, um, it's when THC is in your products that's when that that's the psychoactive which makes you high really so with nothing like that in our products but it can help all sorts it's anxiety um you, we have lots of people that do um take them for period pains I take them on a monthly basis for my period pains uh inflammation so say if you've got um you know like a, a sore leg or anything you could take them um ad hoc but you could also I mean the studies show that you're better off taking them daily 
um, and let them build up a new system for them to work better. Um, which is obviously why we brought our Mellow Menno out, um, our menopause capsule, uh, because our feedback for so many women was that it was helping for menopause, menopausal symptoms. So um, yeah, it's quite it's quite a magical magical thing to have, um, and it's it's also it's 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 plant based. It's not it's not a drug. We, we, that's what people are scared of that they think oh, I'm taking a drug, and it's it's not you know. Um, it's it's a complementary therapy and um, mm. not a medication and that's mm. the thing with loads of other stuff isn't it you can take something you can take some medicine to treat a an illness or something like that but then you can sometimes get side effects off the back of that mm. and you end up in a bit of a circle whereas with this you're just kind of it's just easing the symptoms that you're actually trying to ease isn't it yeah we do get a lot of people that will message us and say can i take this instead of uh, the medication doctors prescribed us and we will say no absolutely not you're on medication for a certain reason, and um, this is this is just a, a you know a wellness supplement on top. Um, so yeah, you've got to be really careful. Um, you know, it's not a miracle worker. Um, it, it's just it's just to ease symptoms um, that people face on a day to day basis, really. Yeah, totally. It's so crazy because when you sent me them, um, when I first had them. I just had COVID, so I couldn't really taste anything. And I was like, huh? oh, I, can't really, I can't really taste anything. They're nice, but I can't really taste anything. And my taste has come back now. And I had one this morning. And I was like, boom, these taste <laughs> so good. The yeah. apple one, I was like, I mean, I could literally have these all day. Yeah. They're so they good. And that's the big thing, isn't it? Like you say, about the oil, I've had the oil as well before. And it's so gross. You know, if you're having it first thing in the morning and it's mixed with your toothpaste, and you're like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just horrible but yeah they taste so good which makes a massive difference for it I think yeah, how did you get how did you get the you don't have to give us your secret but was that quite hard as well like keep reformulating so they tasted yeah good because we've had we've had samples made of the oils haven't we yeah and <laughs> they blow your head off it's like Amazing. taking a shot of vodka or something so it's really we would like to do them wouldn't we so yeah. whether do like um, a tea drop one or a coffee drop one we're not sure but um yeah the flavor I mean because our next product to come out will be sugar-free vegan gummies so they obviously don't have the flavor of the of the gummies we do now but it's um, we get asked for them all the time don't we so mm. if you source the product it's, it is amazing um but they don't taste they taste good I mean my kids the kids ate them didn't they so they can't yeah. bad they're all right but um so no it's they they do taste amazing and the thing is as well we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here we're just trying to be different which Mm -hmm. is something you've got to be really careful of when you're doing I think a CBD company because there are so many people doing it now Mm -hmm. and the 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 perimenopause and menopause capsules are just amazing but the proof is in the pudding with them I mean they don't taste of anything they're just vegan vegetarian capsules Mm but women now that have been taking it for about two weeks we, we've started to drip feed all their feedback and it's just amazing because we did do trials with women on these there's a couple of stories on our instagram stuff you can watch in our blog for women that tried them some were on hrt some weren't and it's just incredible because i'm 36 safe's 34 um but i i've started taking the mellow meno once a day purely because perimenopause starts about 14 years before your menopause so you sort of, you tend to follow suit with your your maternal mother don't you when it's going to happen I don't I don't think I'm there yet but I mean I know around my time of the month now I notice a real change my estrogen is really low so I get the cracking migraine all in my eye you know and my mood probably isn't the best Chris <laughs> I was like oh stay away from you um and I've just found they've calmed me down as well so I just feel quite quite well mellow basically um on them um so I'm taking them you know to help regulate my hormones and I do have a gummy once a day as well just because I love them basically but yeah you can't overdose on it I will say that um but no we do love it we do, I mean we have so much product that we want to develop don't we it just takes a long time to do it to do it properly which is mm-hmm. what we did with these capsules as well we spent a really long time developing them and we're really proud of them so ah oh, well I'll definitely try them like you say it's about like getting it early as well isn't it and kind of preparing your body for it and and everything like that yeah. so 
you guys started this. Was it just before lockdown or was it in lockdown that you started it? It was just before, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like in between the first lockdown and the second lockdown, but in between and then it, oh, it nice. kind of, yeah, it was, yeah. So how was that? So obviously we talked about the fact that, so if you had four kids at home, your husband had moved to Cyprus, so you had no family around you to help. And I know obviously, Jess, you've got two kids as well. How was how it building a business in lockdown with all of that other crazy stuff going on? It was hard, wasn't it? Because one thing we really wanted to do was go and visit the manufacturer yeah. and we couldn't. And that was really frustrating. And I think that set us back quite a bit because you know what it's like sometimes it's just easier to meet someone in person and say this is what we want this is how we want to do it we did we did go to meet them didn't we once um and then when real lockdown kicked in we just we couldn't go and see them and that that held us back a bit definitely definitely and we didn't get to do what we feel a proper launch for the business did we because we'd love to get out into the community and meet people and chat to them and let them see meet me and Sophie and see what we're all about and we couldn't do that. So it's hard to come across on social media and, you know, as who you actually are and stuff. But sometimes it's good to just have a good old chat because, you know, people buy into community, don't they? And that's what they like to see. So I think that held us back a lot in lockdown, definitely. Yeah. And did you find, you go. Sorry, I was just going to say, I think for lockdown for us, doing it together was quite and well, it's amazing really because days that I couldn't pick things up, Jess would pick it up, and the days that Jess couldn't do, I would pick up. So it was kind of even though we didn't live near each other, we were both picking each other up when you know, like if you were doing it on your own, I think it would be really overwhelming. So I think to do it together with kids, you know, you both have understanding of what you've got at home and the stresses and everything that you've got pulling you away from it. So I think we just both muddled through together and just yeah just as teamwork you just both mock in um and that's so it's so good that that's the relationship you've had so I want to talk about how it's been working together because you started off as you know best friends before Mm -hmm. and it can go either way can't it you can be like yeah I'm going to start a business with my partner and with my friend and you just don't compliment each other but how is the how has it been for you two coming together no I think great I think we both have a skill set that really complements each other yeah um I'm definitely probably a bit more gung-ho and <laughs> Sophie is definitely in a back a little bit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone to rein me in. I need you as I need a Sophie. Stop talking. but Sophie, Sophie does so much work behind the scenes that people don't see. I mean, she she does she does loads, loads and loads, which really drives the business. Sophie will sit and go through the DMs and she'll write back to every single person. She'll answer all their questions. She'll take loads of time, you know, and time is one of your most precious assets that you can give to someone, isn't it? Um, she's just amazing. She works really hard on the MailChimp and that's probably something that I'm not, not that I don't like speaking to the, the customers because I do, but you know, she does all the, the, like the MailChimp side and all of that. She's fantastic at it. And I sort of focus on, probably being a bit more present on social media perhaps because she she doesn't quite feel she's there yet or whatever do but you are getting there definitely yeah that's well that's definitely one of my doubts I, I do not like talking in front of people <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just kind of let Jess to do that which is obviously amazing art but um yeah I I'm more behind the scenes I'll just hide right because you give people the information on sort of the medical side that yeah. I could never give them so we really do have different skills and when they come together they you know seem to work really well but I, I am a bit more I just get these like ball ideas and I go oh my god let's go and do this let's go and do that and she's like whoa can't <laughs> so. I'm exactly the same when I started my business with my business partner Michelle I would have all these ideas literally in the middle of the night normally when I'm doing the the, the, the night feed mm-hmm. and then I'd voice note her and say I had an idea I think we should do this and I think we should launch it next month and then the, the next voice note is like chill have a little sleep. We can't do it next month. <laughs> and then she's the one, I think she's probably your role, Sophie, where she'll tell me all of the like, um, the, the sensible stuff, like you need this legal thing, you need this document, we need to look at this. And I'm like, oh, okay. But it, <laughs> yeah. it's perfect though. 
that that's where I think it looks like you've got the perfect thing because I don't think you can both come in. If you both want to be the main one in the spotlight, it doesn't work because then you end no. up clashing, don't you? And if you're both mega green personalities where you're really looking at the details, but no one's really like, you know, taking the big steps, then again, you don't really move. So it sounds like you've got the perfect partnership. Yeah. I mean, we, um, we did say, didn't we, Sophie, at the very beginning, if one of us isn't happy or whatever we'll just say tell each other and that has happened and we just talk about it we talk it out and we go yeah great okay and then we, we you move on because it you do have to be careful I think we're good at separating like a business relationship and that you know our really good friendship relationship because in business you know you just sometimes have to think yeah that's done that's sorted let's move on to the next thing you can't you can't overanalyze it sort of thing mm-hmm. you just have to be moving forward all the time and we're, I think we're quite good at that yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I think it's like it's, it's differenti- differentiating the two as well isn't it of knowing that we are friends outside of this as well but yeah. I think it's quite easy to then let it take over and you just only talk about work yeah yeah I probably do annoy Jess quite a lot. I'll be like thinking all the time, Jess, I'm just doing this. Jess, I'm just doing this. And she's like, Sophie, just do it. It's fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I do probably seek approval too much but um, and should just have a bit more confidence in myself. But um, yeah, no, I think it works. It, it does work. It works really, really well. I think it's being accountable to each other as well, though, isn't it? Like when it's just you on your own journey, it's so easy to say, I'm not going to do it today I can't be bothered or whatever but you feel like you don't want to let the other person down so you you're just way more accountable and you end up moving a lot quicker don't you yeah yeah and I think as well just to add um Jess's dad we have weekly meetings with Jess's dad and he really pushes us to you know make sure things are done in the right way or if we're doing things wrong he'll pull us back and I think he has really pushed us on as a business because Really, I think if it was just me and Jess, would be like, all right, just do this, just do this. He's like, you do this, you do this, you do this kind of thing. So I think, no, he's a massive asset to to our business, definitely. I think it's so important to have an outsider, not an outsider, but looking in because they're not as emotionally attached. And sometimes when you're so in the business, you just can't see really blindingly obvious things that you need to do. And sometimes just having that overview is just a godsend, isn't it? Can you hear Margot snoring, by the way? I don't know if you can. If anyone's listening and they think that it sounds like I'm in a farmyard full of pigs, she's just she's snoring so loud next to me. Um, So I always talk about in business, there's the Dunning-Kruger effect where in the beginning you're so excited and you're like, yes, oh my God, this is amazing. And you kind of don't really know anything really you're, you're not don't have a lot of knowledge about it and you're so excited then as the journey goes on and you start to learn more about it and you start to think oh okay and then actually your confidence in yourself and everything really starts to drop and you kind of get to a point at the bottom of the curve where you're like I don't know if I can keep doing this and you kind of like you're at a crossroads where the where you keep going through it and you keep powering through or you think scrap it I'm just going to go and try something else and you you seek that high that excited um you know misinformed high so was there ever a point in your journey where you thought this just is not happening I just don't know whether this is for us we've made a mistake this isn't this isn't happening yeah I mean I think I get disheartened a lot from we obviously contact a lot of people to see if they want to try our gummies and things like that and people don't reply and I think that makes you think oh gosh you know like is this worth doing it you know are we going to get anywhere but I do think you've just got to power through that bit and and then it'll come a really really good day and you're like yeah it's all worth it it's absolutely all worth it we're fine Um, and I, I do think I have good days Jess has bad days Jess has good days I have bad days and I think like Jess will say come on we can do it <laughs> and then you just yeah don't know what you feel like Jess but no I totally agree when we launched it was so, it was crazy wasn't it mm. and um what does my dad call it dead cat bounce or something doesn't yeah. he it's the bell curve so you go up and then mm-hmm. it drops off and then you'll go up and it drops off and it's 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 the way of the world now is you have to be constantly interesting to people so if you're not they just lose interest so you have to be in competitions or who's promoted your product now or what you're talking about now and that that's just crazy like learning how to do TikToks and all that and <laughs> reels and stuff was a whole new ball game to us but if you're not doing it we found that people do do lose interest so yeah I do we definitely have days where we come away from a meeting we think oh I feel really rubbish after that don't we and quite 
disheartened or for, for whatever reason, like we're ready to launch one of our products and we have to bring it back in because something's not right in the packaging or this, this isn't quite right with the ingredient. And you think, oh, I just want to do it, want to do it. But that is the beauty in our products that we've taken so much time with them that they are great and we, we're so you know we have so much belief and trust from our customers and everything we do moving forward now um but you know there's never met, like the energy in that that you feel in that moment is powerful and you have to go with it and there will be days where you think oh, i don't want to do it but you just always have to rein yourself back in and think do you know what what we're doing is amazing and I've got, I always say, and it's a bit morbid, but in a hundred years, none of us are going to be here. So and I know it sounds horrible to say it, but we're not. So if we don't give it a go now, we'll never know. I don't want to look back when we're older, do we? We always say regret not doing something. It's the things mm -hmm. that you don't do that you regret really. So just keep going. And if you put a spelling mistake on TikTok, like I did yesterday, then it's, <laughs> it's fine. People understand that you're only human. So yeah. You just keep pressing and people like to see real people mm -hmm. um, and they like to be part of a journey, which I think is really important in the business. So we've, we've showed them the designs of our new packaging and we're letting them guide us to choose the final packaging. We'll do a competition around it. And, the, you know, people love that. They get invested in you as a business and, you know, they trust me and Sophie and we really want to build a community moving forward like that. So yeah, it's, it's nice. And then when you are having a bad day, I guess the lovely comments and messages that we get from people really boost you and you think, Oh, do you know what? Yeah, it's all worth it. We'll yeah. crack on. Yeah. Yeah. It does make such a difference, doesn't it? Have you had, have you got any like go-to hacks that help you snap out of a funk? Like, you know, when you have those days when you're like, Oh, yeah. this is just not the one. Have you got a go-to thing that you do? exercise is good for me yeah. like a bit of pilates or a run or something as much as i might not want to do it afterwards i will feel much better for it definitely yeah or listen to a podcast just I'm gonna, yeah, yeah gonna... podcasts that we love and i think you know what they all did it we can give it a go so that's what i do yeah that makes such a difference listening to people's businesses and how they went had dips and like you know very famous people and you think oh well you know they've been through you know, it's not easy, is it? It's never going to be easy. And, you know, you just got to ride through the, the dark days and you'll always come out all right. Yeah, totally. I saw a thing today about um the guy who wrote, I don't know any of these facts, by the way. There's a Netflix series at the moment that everyone's talking about. Oh, gosh. Like, yeah, that's it. Oh, and the yeah. guy... It looks really messed up. I don't know if I'm actually, I'll definitely need some gummies after that to try and sleep because I think it yeah. looks a little bit nuts. But um, it took the guy like 10 years to get his thing, his his uh, his script accepted and everything like that. And at one point he had to sell his computer to keep going with it. And I just love stories like that. And I think, yeah. God, can you imagine the amount of people that have got to the point where you've got to sell your, your computer just to just to get by? How many people give up at that point? And like how many people have had an idea, got to the point that you've both got to, and then you found yourself in lockdown and your husband's gone off to Cyprus and your mum's not very well. And then they've gone, I just can't do this. But instead you go, no, this is this is why I'm going to keep going and doing it. And that's why I just think it's it's amazing what you've done because there's so much against you, but you've still powered through anyway. Yeah. I think it's amazing. As a mum as well, you've got little people watching you, haven't you? So it's like mm. a little, like lessons learned to show them that you know you can doesn't matter you can keep going so I do think you've got to inspire your children as well um as a mum yeah 100% yeah, definitely amazing I love it so what advice would you give to someone who is another mum who has had an idea and they're thinking I think I want to do something or you know I know that I'm made for more and I know I want to do something but I've got these kids and I've got no time and I'm stressed and blah 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 what advice would you give for that mum that is thinking about that I'd say just go for it you know we we obviously have done it with small children you know I've stayed up late nights um you know you just wing it I think and it does pay off um that buzz you get from thinking you know what I've I've got kids at home, I, you know, I'd, I could be sat here doing nothing, but um, that buzz that you get is so, so worth it. Um, and uh, yeah, there's things out there, you know, no matter how much, if you put your effort in, you'll always be rewarded. So, mm. um, And do you think it's changed you as a person at all? Oh yeah, I think so. 
in what way how do you think you've it's helped you grow I think uh, confidence wise and you know like I lost my confidence when I had children and I didn't have a you know my career ended I you know I didn't really have much confidence I felt I feel like now it sounds stupid but with the career that our husbands are in people talk a lot about them and not about you 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 know so I think now people are more interested in what you've got to say Um, and you've got you, you know you can talk about your life and what you know you're doing and things like that so I do think it gives you more yeah more purpose really as for you not just a, you, not just a wife you you know you're your own person I love that you said that about confidence that it's giving you confidence because loads of people won't start because they feel they don't have the confidence and they don't realize actually in the process of doing it that's how you grow in confidence and actually sometimes staying where you are and not taking that step you start losing confidence you actually end up going backwards don't you have you found the same Jess yeah and I think you know you can do anything you want to do but you you just got to remember you can't do everything so if you need a bit of help around the house or you know, you're having a bit of a rubbish day. Don't think, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. Just go, do you know what? It's another day and it's fine. Um, don't be afraid to ask people for help. And, you know, don't ever, just always ask questions about things. If you're learning about the business, if you've never done it before. Um, I think it's really important that you do that. But you, it, is, it is a lot to juggle as a mum, as a wife. You know, none of my family live around here. That can be difficult at times just to have someone to lean on. But yeah, it, it's, it's exciting, you know, and you do, it's like Sophie's saying, you definitely find your identity and your purpose again. I was so business driven before I had my children and then had them. And it was like, oh, I've got these tiny little people that I have to look after. So who am I now? And I totally lost my identity, but I love what I'm doing and I love learning about it as well. And there's always a problem to solve most days, isn't there, Sophie? But, you know, you just, you just, you know you, you crack on and like Sophie said you deal with these things and it's great and then the children seeing you work hard my I have a room that was my salon because I worked from home after having my kids they call it the gummy gummy room and they, they know that they're not allowed in there and I'll say is it in the gummy gummy room so anything I want to hide is in there and stuff so, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's good it's good definitely Aww. and just find the time for yourself as well I think to switch off a little bit is really, really important, whether it's, you know, a bit of meditation or just watching a rubbish Married at First Sight Australia. Oh. Not watching that. Um, yeah, you will have good days and bad days. And I think we're both really lucky. Chris is a great sounding board for me. So I'll say to him, this, this and this, and he'll say, well, have you tried this? Or have you tried that? And it's like you said, someone impartial is really good to talk to because they'll give you ideas that you would never think of yourself. because although he is emotionally invested, he, he sees it from a different viewpoint and probably a male viewpoint as well. So yeah, no, I, uh, I love doing it. It's great. Ah, oh, that's so good. I really hope that this has inspired lots of women who listen to this and think, oh, I'm going to do it. I did it. I'm going to do it. And it's all going to be amazing. So I want to ask you three questions before we go. Um, and they're just my quick fire questions. They don't have to be a quick answer. So first of all, what does success look like to you? How do you define it? um success how does that look um I think being happy mm-hmm. uh, fulfilled um and yeah I think just having a purpose um doesn't have to be financial but it, you know it's I think if you're happy in your life I think you'll you'll be successful whatever you do yeah totally I think exceptional customer service to me when the customer's happy, that's success because you know you've achieved your goal and you think, you know, that's one of the main things we set out to do is really help our like customers and that success and the same as so happiness, you know, if you do the right thing, the money will come and that's where we're at at the moment. So what does Elsa say? Just be doing the next right thing and that's what we always do. <laughs> I think we're really transparent and our customers feel that they we've got nothing to hide with what we do as well. So, you know, with that, the success comes, doesn't it? Because people see you grow and yeah, happiness and just enjoying life really. And there'll always be a problem to solve, but we love it. So yeah. 
Ah, so good. Okay. So what is your, um, you mentioned that podcasts help you when you're in a funk or stuff like that. What is your favorite podcast recommendation? I love um, High Performance with Jake Humphreys and Damien Hughes. They're amazing. Um, Yeah, I love their podcast. They did one with Mary Portas recently. She's just written Rebuild the Kindness Economy, which is something that we've really taken on board with growing our business. So that is my all-time favourite podcast at the moment, yeah. Love it. Yeah, I think mine's mine. Um, How I built this, I mean, Jess got me into lots of podcasts when um, we first started the business. She's like, oh, try this, try and listen to this. And I think the Jo Malone one um, definitely sticks and how she went through or what she went through. That's an amazing story, isn't it, what she did? Yeah, absolutely amazing. So, yeah, I think podcast is a whole new world for me and I absolutely love listening to them um from a business point of view as well just like how people fell and got back up and uh, what they went through to get how successful they are now so yeah that probably yeah how I built this there's some some great ones on there the Blakely one spanks oh yeah I'm obsessed with her she's on she's on my list of my dream podcast guests I'm gonna have her on this podcast one day I'm gonna make it happen and you get her husband on as well Jesse he's He's so good yeah I'm obsessed with her she's amazing she actually did a podcast with um she got interviewed by Tony Robbins and uh, that's an amazing one it's on his podcast um but yeah look out for that because that's a really good episode that's what made me fall in love with her yeah, yeah, me too. That's what made me inspired me massively, Sarah Blakely. She's yeah, she's epic. And so, so that's one inspiration. But who is your biggest inspiration? Oh gosh, probably my mum for me because seeing her go through what she's been through, I just think God, she's so strong. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, she's massively inspired me. And also, I was going to say on the down days, I, just, I mean, I speak to her most days. I'll just give her a call, and she's like, "Come on, Jessica." <laughs> you know she'll just she'll just give me a kick up the bum so yeah definitely my mum for me love it um for me probably my children um I mean you know they've been through tough times these last few years as well you know they don't my dad obviously moved away and everything and I think they inspire me to just they just all crack on and live happy little lives so I just think gosh if I could be like that <laughs> through stressful times then you're winning aren't you really yeah, yeah totally I love seeing it through kids eyes they're so, their bounce back rate is so quick isn't it they literally go from distraught about something to the happiest kid in the world and also they are so happy about the tiniest things like if I give Frankie a slice of ham he's beside himself with excitement and I just think if I could live my life that <laughs> excited about a slice of ham I'd be so happy <laughs> definitely agree yeah <laughs> and there's one more question I want to ask you um what has being a mum taught you to be patient <laughs> Ooh, that is a tough one I'm still yet to learn that one <laughs> um, yeah I think, I think sorry so I was gonna say you'll probably see Carl and so I know you've got Alfie um having a boy and a girl I found really different so with Stella, if she's upset, I find a cuddle sort of calms her down. Whereas mm-hmm. Frankie, being a boy, is very, you, I don't know, you deal with them differently. I don't know mm-hmm. how that's happened, really. But I remember one of the mums at school said to me, she's got three girls. And I said, oh, God, Stella, she cries all the time. You know, she's moaning. She said, just go down to her and say, do you want to cuddle? And I was like, God, I never did that with Frankie because I don't know when he was crying and upset. It was like a different way of calming him down. So mm-hmm. I've just learned you have to adapt and just go with it and, there's, there's no rule book. You just do it the best way you can do it. And that's all that, you know, all you can do. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think adapt is the number one word for parenting. Yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. pe- especially being a mum in business as well. Oh my God, you have to adapt all the time. How many times have we tried to get this interview in? Oh. <laughs> We've had to cancel it because I've been in hospital with the kids or whatever. But um, yeah. So what's your, what's being a mum taught you? So I think just to, you know, I mean, I've got a little bit differently because I have two older set children. So they were in my life from day one with Joe. Um, so, so I learned it a bit differently. Um, and I mean, love, I mean, love unconditionally, you know, like just to roll with it. Um, yeah, I mean, my little one, she's three. She's completely different to my seven-year-old girl. Um, and yeah, you've just got to be 
her patience and mm. yeah the bad days that you know you've just got to kind of climb out of them and I mean the good days always outweigh the bad days but yeah I think patience is definitely and as you get older I definitely think your patience is um tested a lot more than when because I, I had my youngest. Is this not the hard bit then are you telling me that right now this is not the hard bit? <laughs> oh no it's such as a toddler <laughs> I had it as a dream with my uh, seven-year-old and then my youngest has come along and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Can I ask one more question? I'm really sorry to keep you. Um, one more question I want to ask is, um, since starting a business, do you think it's changed you as a parent at all? Do you think it's taught you how to, to mother differently or do you do anything different? It doesn't matter if you haven't, but I was just interested no, in how. I think, yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm probably, because I now have my own thing, like Sophie was saying that I've really found my purpose and my identity with, I can, I quite like to detach myself from that and then go to being a mum, you know, and I'm probably better at, when it's all consuming, it's quite, quite a lot, isn't it? So it's, have, it's good to have something to step away from being a mum. And that then have your own thing that's just you and you you think god yeah i'm badass i can do that mm-hmm. and this and that and then you think do you know what i'm gonna go and play duplo it's fine I'll get my face painted and <laughs> fingers painted by a three-year-old it's absolutely fine so i've probably learned to be more accepting of the times with the play with me play with me play with me and you're like oh i can't build shops again i can't play food <laughs> so i'm probably I think I'm better now when it comes to me spending time with them. I'm, I'm, I'm all in with them. I'm not on my phone or I'm not this and that. I, I, I do separate the two. So I'm, I've probably learned to be better at doing that than merging everything all in one thing. I can't do this and I can't do that because I need to spend time with them. I don't feel guilty. I'll always feel guilty, but when I'm with them, I'm with them. And that's what I do. So yeah, maybe for me, I've just found it better at, putting my energy into them when I need to and my energy into the business when I need to probably mm. that makes sense yeah that's <laughs> so good so good to find that balance I think it's a yeah. tough one to learn it sounds horrible saying this it's it's easy to be not a, not a bad mum but it's easy to be the mum or a mum where they have fast food every night and they're on their iPads isn't it right mm-hmm. to be a good mum is really really hard work mm-hmm. and that's not detrimental towards any mum that does that because I do do fast food some nights and iPads yeah but I think to be a good mum is really really hard work and it shouldn't go unnoticed because it's a full-time job in itself so I think to all the mums out there that do do that and maybe aren't working at the moment hats off to you because I know I couldn't do it full-time I need school I need nursery I need my own job and purpose and identity and I'm really proud of me and Sophie for what we're building because it makes me a better mum. But, you know, for mums that do choose to have a career break and stay at home, I think you're, they're incredible because that is the hardest job ever, definitely. Me too. It actually makes you go slightly nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find as well, though, that you, do, you, always, you feel guilty for whatever you do, don't you? So, you know, like we've built this business and my little girl's three and Stella's three and you think really we could be off with that with her she you know shouldn't need to be in nursery she could be at home we could be spending this time and I'd, I did find um a lot of people make comments like oh you know you don't need to work why don't you wait till they're at school why are you putting them in nursery and things and there is a balance isn't there that you know well I'd probably lose my mind if I was at home with her full time <laughs> especially how hard work fever is but um you know I think I've learned to balance I've learned to be more organized and um, because you just have to and I think as well I've learned to ask for help when I need it rather than try and take it all on on myself and um, you know like me picking up from school because I've got a meeting or something rather than you know trying to fit it all around getting somebody to pick them up for me or or whatever so I do think things change when you and I, I do you know as a business it just consumes you a little bit you're always thinking about it aren't you Jess it's like 11 o'clock at night I'm writing back to emails because I couldn't do it at dinner time when or at tea time when it's like mental in my house mm-hmm. but it is you just you just learn to adapt and organize yourself a little bit better yeah totally crazy crazy times well I think that you're both absolute superheroes I think that putting your kids in nursery is 
a great thing <laughs> even if they can be at home with you I think it's it's you know really important for them I think it's important for your own sanity um and yeah I think you're both doing an absolutely amazing job so I'm so excited for you to is the mellow meno out now yeah here it is amazing <laughs> oh my god I love that packaging that is so cool I love it so that's out now where can people find you yeah, so we've got our Instagram page that we post quite a lot on, uh, but we, our website um, is where we sell all our products. Um, obviously, a five-year plan, we want our own shop and things, but at the minute, it's all it's all website-based. Amazing. Um, so your Instagram is at Canax? Yeah, um, two underscores. Yeah. Okay, before or after? Is it Canax underscore underscore? Sorry, after. After. <laughs> after, okay. And um, then your what's your website? We've just changed it um because we want to do non-cbd products so it's now www.canuxlife.com love it amazing well i'm sure lots of people are going to be going and checking them out i can recommend them i think they're amazing kurt's obsessed with them yeah sometimes i'm a bit tempted to pop frank's a little cheeky one i don't know if i can but um sometimes i'm like you could do with a little i'm sure a lot of mums do (laughs) a lot we will never condone it so just accidentally put it in the Haribo packet and if he takes it off his own accord then you know that's up to him isn't it (laughs) oh god amazing but thank you so much I've absolutely loved chatting to you I'm so excited to follow your journey and everything that you've got coming up and I just think you've done an amazing job you should be so proud of yourself thank you Carla thank you Uh, I hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I love recording it. I love those girls. They've got such a great energy and I just love what they're creating. I find it so, so inspiring. So if you love this too, make sure you share it with anyone else that you find that you think will find it helpful. And of course, please take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram and tag me at Carly Myers Life or at Make More Pod. And if you want to head over to iTunes and leave me a cheeky little five-star review, I will be so, so grateful. Thank you so much for listening. I absolutely love talking to you every single week and I can't wait to chat to you next week. Bye.